hello and welcome to the Sharp Side Podcast. I'm your host, Chaz Brada, and with me, Austin Tark. Austin, whoop. We're, we're big losers last week. Uh, I, 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 I don't mean, think our audience is very surprised that we lost our best bets to start. But you know what? I don't know how many times I had to say it last year. It is a marathon. You don't, you don't, you don't end the season on the first week. You know, we got our bearings. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good. Good for James, loser. Um, the, the third of our triumvirate is, uh, is out this week. He, he is sick. He suspects, what do you say, strep or... Honestly, he was questionable all week, um, and he was just a late, late scratch. Um, I actually am also just looking up the vocab word triumvirate. I am going to start including that. That's Dog, really good. You, it's not that. It ain't well, that impressive. I, I can't say I've used that word in a sentence before, okay, so well, I, 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 I like that one. Well, um, an, another. Uh, what would be two? Like there's, there are, um, a duo. I mean, anything with a du, du. Nothing, nothing cool like triumvirate. A duop. Uh, we did, you did, no, well, no, we, no, I don't know it. why, why we started this podcast talking about our losses. Cause we did have a win. We hit the free money parlay last week. Yeah. We hit, oh my gosh. I completely forgot. Yeah. Uh, did, I bet it. Did you bet you it? Did. Yeah. No, I, I did not bet it. You, you bet. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. I'm glad someone fucking bet it. Uh, <laughs> our free money parlay was Ravens minus seven. 12 Browns to one, baby. Come on. Seahawks first half. Packers Vikings under so that four as you you listeners know once a week we're having a free money parlay it is free money we're literally just giving out money 12 to 1 parlay thank you Chaz for betting I hope some listener bet it um, but that was good that was a big time winner no I was pumped yeah. um, which I completely forgot we gotta I haven't really put much thought to what we're gonna throw in there this week but um, we'll I'm, I'm, yeah I'm thinking yeah. now I'm thinking now all righty yeah. um, just to quickly recap I mean Everyone was watching last week. Everyone knows what happened. But uh, can you give me one big takeaway from last week? Um, do not bet the Colts in week one. Jesus Christ. I can't believe that performance. <laughs> um, yeah. But honestly, my takeaway is clearly uh, we saw with teams, if you didn't play any guys in preseason um, and then you just come out week one, there's a lot of rust. And we saw it with the Rams, Packers, Bengals, um, all teams, also Broncos as well. And uh, the three teams first I mentioned were also teams that came off strong playoff performances. And I think there's just a little bit of a letdown, more of a coasting offseason, coasting into the season where you're using week one, maybe a little bit more as a warm up. Um, I think that's something to remember for next season because um, clearly these teams coasted and they got their ass kicked week one. Yeah, totally. Um, for me, it was just survivor got upended. Just mm-hmm. all of the upsets, the ties. The ties are secretly a, a boon. But um, because mm-hmm. – uh, and the one that we're both in, we uh, I took the Ravens, which was pretty pretty nice. Um, Survive in advance, baby. Did you take the Ravens, Ravens. too? Ravens okay, and nice. Eagles. Got we should start them. adding that, that in, too. Just yeah, I agree. A quick survivor pick. But, um, yeah. yeah, just upsets. And I think I think coming into the year, I think that – I was expecting the great teams and the good teams to be substantially better than the bad teams. But um, last week, I mean, and I don't want to overreact to, you know, to one week, but mm-hmm. last week did uh, challenge that notion a little bit. So um, just something for me to keep my eye on. But um, I, this won't be out for Thursday night, but just so we have it on record, really quick prediction, side in total. 
Um, I just switched to Chiefs right before kickoff, uh, right before the start of this podcast. So I'm going to go Chiefs, and I bet the under. There's a lot of reason I like the under. No reason to get into it. I'm going to say Chiefs 27-20. All right. All right. Uh, I guess I'm going to – I'm, I'm going to – for my own viewing sake, I'm, 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 I'm hoping for some points. So uh, I'll say Chiefs 35, Chargers 30. Chargers score a touchdown late, go for two, miss the two-point conversion. Mm, love that's that. how they lose by five. All righty. Um, Austin, take away. I want to hear what your best bet is. Cool. Yeah, you know, I was getting some shit from James, but, you know, if you're not going to show up to the pod, I don't care. Dude, it's dudes hanging me out to dry the last couple of weeks. <laughs> I'm taking a total as my best bet. Uh, Broncos, Texans. Um, and I got it at 46. Anything under 47 is a great number. This number's been moving all week. It went, it got all the way up to 47, got back down to 45. Now we're looking at 46. I think this is a great play. Um, and mainly this is because I really like this Broncos offense. Um, this is a bet on the Broncos offense. I almost want to bet team total over for them but that's going to be in the th- like close to 30. So I'd pr- I'm just going to pass. Uh, but I look at this Broncos offense and I see a team last week that a new head coach, new offense coordinator, new QB, and they moved the ball pretty well, but there was clearly just a lack of continuity and familiarity. And, and there was just mistakes. I mean, they averaged over 40 yards a drive, but they didn't seem to score enough points. And you saw the two red zone fumbles and there were easily left a, quite a few points on the board there. Um, and then I, I, I think now you're seeing just in the media here um, how much shit Hack is getting for his decision, not trusting Wilson, how much shit Wilson's getting I just from all of his peers. But I think fans now, too, that I think this offense is going to be really hungry this week to just get get on the board, put up some points and just really make a statement. Um, so I, I think Broncos are definitely going to get theirs where they're playing a Texans team that great game. They tied the Colts for all survivor picks. Cause I didn't pick the Colts. I love their performance. But if you look at that box score, they got so outgained. They lost 500 to, uh, I don't have it down, but it was 500, like 300, like by over 200 yards. Um, they should have given up easily over 35 points. And that's just Colts being Colts in week one. Um, so the Broncos should be able to score at will onto the Texans. And I look at this Texans offense now and surprisingly last week, even though they were leading pretty much the whole game, they had the third quickest pace in the NFL last week. So considering they'll be losing this week, most likely, um, this quick pace will still be going. And we just saw Geno Smith and Seattle offense, which is going to be one of the worst offenses in the league, move the ball pretty well on a Denver defense that just lost Vic Fangio. So I think this Broncos defense is going to take a step back. I like that this Texans offense is playing at a much quicker pace. Um, and then to throw a little cherry on top, Broncos, Justin Simmons. I mean, sorry, sorry, buddy, but you got added to the IR and he's one of their best defenders. Um, so I think all around this is sets up to be a great over. Um, the fact that we're getting it under the key number of 47 is a great play. I might dabble in the Broncos team total over as well. I almost want to take Broncos spread, but 10 is just not the ideal number. I think the best number here is just the 46 t- total. Yeah, I'm, I'm fully, fully on board. You sold me there. Uh, so I, Houston, I've all come close to betting the Texans uh, a couple times. I just, ha- I haven't gotten the stones to do so yet. Um, just, I think Justin Simmons out is huge, which uh, he plays a really important role on that defense. And I think that there is something to Vic Fangio not being there. Um, mm-hmm. It's it seems like he really uh, made the talent look a whole lot better than it, than it actually is. Um, yep. And because the Seahawks are moving it up, and I feel the Seahawks left, I feel like left a lot of points on on the table 
last week, which is kind of crazy to say. But um, the Broncos' skill talent is, is just insane. Russell Wilson's very good. O-line's fine. The Broncos are going to score points. And Davis Mills, just he j- just feels like he has the makings of like the that backdoor quarterback where he's just always going to be pushing the team, you know, pushing the ball downfield, especially late in games. And that's just someone just getting double digits like this. Someone I want to hitch my wagon to. Eventually we're going to have to have a Davis, have to have a Davis Mills conversation. I I think he's good. I think he's one of the best in the AFC South. I mean, like he's a damn good core. He might like, we might have that argument. I'll I'll put it this way. Just like, including like contract situation, everything. Like I'd rather have him than Tannehill. I would rather have him than Matt Ryan, Matt maybe. Ryan. And um, then Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence. I mean, it's like, they're that, all so mid but in terms of like on field production. What does Lawrence do that Mills doesn't? Oh, I agree. We'll get into that. Cause I'm on the commanders this week. I think I think there's a lot for, you know, there's like a very high ceiling with Lawrence too. And it's not like he's getting much help either. But it's yeah. like Mills. Mills hasn't either. The only thing he really has is like one steady target and cooks, and mm-hmm. then a pretty good O line. Which Agreed. I think we need to, you know, reimagine what how this uh, Texans Texans like roster kind of looks, because yeah. like it's like they have like two, three like really good O line players, decent. That might be a stretch, but like average skill talent. Mills is fine. And then the secondary, which just came out of nowhere, looks great with a Petrie and Stingley. So mm-hmm. it's here's might... another uh, thing I just uh, realized. They were on the field last week for 40 minutes. Uh, oh, wow. Defense. Yeah. So their, their defense is going to be gassed. I, God, I might even just bet the Broncos team total over as well. You know what, though? Um, it's early mm-hmm. in the season. I feel like stuff like that kind of matters it later is, in the but year. But maybe when you're going to altitude for the first time all Ooh, season, it's still that's matters true. That's true. Didn't I mean, think about that. Um yeah. then I got one thing last uh one thing to add. I give me all Javante Williams over rushing props. I just think that dude's a beast. And I think that early on it's going to be very suppressed. Uh or rushing and receiving just because I I just think they're going to give him the ball so much because there are few people better with the balls with the ball in their hands, like in the open field. And I think the Broncos realized that seeing as he had, I mean, upwards of 20 touches and mm-hmm. Hackett's going to get the ball to the running backs. So I, and I would prefer to side with Williams over uh, Melvin Gordon. Uh, I do not have a number for that though. So I will tweet that out later in the week. All right. My best bet. We're going to Baltimore. Who is laying three and a half, and the total is at 44 and a half. But Austin, I tell you, it's Mike McDaniel showed me something last week. I'm going to take uh, the three and a half points. Um, I think three is too much because they're both going to be focused on running the rock, and the Ravens, its injuries are already uh, mounting up. So, you know, that's one of those stop me if you heard me say that thing before because it's almost, uh, you know, it's beginning to look a lot like last year where mm-hmm. the Ravens' depth just got just torn through. Um, could, could you look really quick, could you look up if Stanley practiced today? Uh, he did. He did. Um, okay. But Pete, they, Humphrey, I don't, I, I'll give you the full load. You keep going. Okay. Um, 
Also, so the Ravens, I think that total yards totals from last week are a little bit misleading. Like the Ravens were outgaining the Jets by 100 yards after the third quarter last week, and the Jets kind of thrived in uh, garbage time. But let's not act like, you know, like this Ravens offense looked like we all hope it should, because I know they connected on a couple deep uh, downfield passes, which I don't think you'll be able to do on the Dolphins. But... Lamar's not run the ball like he used to. You know, this brings up questions. Is he trying to protect his body because he's in that contract year? Um, they d- weren't able to run the ball to their running backs like they were used to, which we know is a huge staple of the Greg Roman offense in Baltimore. And I th- my, the Miami Dolphins shit on what I think is a really bad team. And, and you know what? That's what we want to see from a good team. Um, I think Tua is so incredibly average, but the skill talent, I mean, Tyreek Hill is making plays all over the field. And now uh, it's a perfect compliment to Waddle, who I could see, you know, another week of sort of rest, um, you know, maybe not going all out in practice. And I think that it's two of like the elite wide receiver weapons in the sport. And it's it's just three and a half. I I guess I'm not completely there on the Ravens being rated a full, um, you know, a half point better than the Dolphins. So Dolphins plus three and a half. I think Dolphins will be able to move, move the ball. And I think the Ravens will not be able to move the ball. And just as simple as that. So awesome. What do you think? I like it. This is one of my likes, not my strongest like, um, but I do like the number and I, I, I hate to overreact because the, I, the Ravens did just leave a pretty bad taste in my mouth last week. I mean, that offense just didn't look good. They didn't move the ball very well. Um, defense looked good, but like that doesn't really impress me against Joe Flacco. Um, and really the bet on me for this week would be the Dolphins just because of the injuries. Um, so Marlon Humphrey's limited. Uh, Ronnie Staley did not practice. Um, they have another corner. Brandon Stevens did not practice. Um, Marcus Peters is injured. They just lost. Um, Juwan James. Uh, Stanley Juwan James, the like Fuller. Filling. Fuller, what's Fuller? Fuller too. There's so many, there's so many first uh, Fullers in this league. Um, they're cor- another corner Fuller. Uh, I just don't know which one of this. Kyle Fuller, thank you. It's Kyle. Um, um how are they with all those secondary injuries going to stop Waddle and Tyree kill? I mean, they just have the Dolphins have a clear advantage there on the offensive side. Um, not to mention the Dolphins have a pretty decent secondary. And if you can control, especially with your safeties, they got good safeties. Mark Andrews, kind of their only weapon on that Raven side. Mark, if Lamar isn't running, which, which I will say, I hate to interrupt that jets did do that with Andrews last week. Like sauce Gardner blanketed him. Yep. I think I think you followed him all over the field, which is actually kind of cool for a corner to do that. But yeah, it's as someone who just traded Mark Andrews, I definitely was aware. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it took me one week, um, but no, I don't see why the Dolphins can't do the same thing. And if we go back to the narrative that Lamar isn't running, which I kind of hate that narrative. I mean, just I mean, he's an athlete; he's going to compete. But at the same time, um, maybe he you're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, no, but I don't get me wrong. I mean, I kind of agree. I mean, he beefed up this summer. Did he beef off because he wanted to protect his body for taking more hits? If he was going to take hits, I don't know. Um, but it, just from an injury point of view, I just have to, I, I have to lean the Dolphins. Um, I, I, and and the fact that we're getting over a field goal, I think this will be a very tight game. Um, all right, that that would be my play. And uh, the Dolphins, they, the offense still has a lot to prove in my eyes. They did, from a scoreboard point of view, dominate the Patriots, but that was not the most impressive win in the world, if you look no. at the box score. Um, their touchdown was aided from, I believe, a, it was a fumble touchdown they scored. Um, so so they were, they're one of the teams, too, where 
they, you know, they added pieces to their O-line because and it was so bad last year, which, and it looked like it struggled a little bit last week, but I also think the Patriots have a somewhat de- semi-decent defense. And I, mm-hmm. I think that, you know, the further we get along in the season, the more comfortable they'll all feel playing together. And it's just kind of, you know, it's just going to take a little bit of time to set. And I think the Dolphins offense has such a high ceiling, especially if McDaniel can do like everything he wants to do, because it seemed to work in, uh, in, uh, excuse me, San Francisco. So um, anything else? That'll do it. All righty. Let's move on to. We'll go. Okay, go ahead. How about we do commanders lines? Because that's, I think, my second favorite play. Um, So uh, we got commanders as a one and a half point. uh, Let me restart. We have the Lions as a one and a half point favorite. I'll repeat the Lions are a one and a half point favorite. This would be the first time in 24 games that the Lions are a favorite. So I'm obviously going to look at the other side. Why are we giving the Lions credit? for giving up 38 points to the Eagles last week. They had a marvelous comeback, and I do admire this Lions team for always fighting and putting up offense. Um, but I am not going to give them the credit to make them a favor in this game. Um, I will gladly take the underdog commanders. And really the biggest handicap here is because of the injuries. Um, this Lions team is very banged up. Um, they have both – they have their center and their guard out, and they have DeAndre Swift out. or Not out, but did not practice, and they're not looking likely to play. Um, these are huge losses for the Lions, especially when the commanders have a pretty damn good D-line. They should be able to get pressure, and they should be able to give Goff hell. We know how much Goff struggles under pressure. So if these two O-linemen are hurt, I don't see this Lions team uh, offense being able to do what they did last week. Um, and, And I look at this Washington team, and I was impressed by their performance last week. Carson Wentz is still Carson Wentz. It's kind of amazing where he just will have plays where it's like, what on earth are you doing? And it'll just be, he had two just idiotic turnovers like he always does. But at the same time, like he threw for 350 yards. He, I think he was the second highest fantasy score. Um, like he had a great performance and he's got weapons on this team. Um, this line secondary is not very good. And we saw last week, the Eagles completely take advantage of it. AJ Brown went off for a million. Um, Curtis Samuel, t- Terry McLaurin. Uh, there's weapons on this commander's team that I, they should be able to move the ball. John Dotson. Uh, John Dotson. Like, I, I, I think this Washington team should not be fa- uh, underdogs here. And then I think the injury advantage is completely towards Washington's side, that they are the play. Um, I will gladly not be on Detroit's side for the first time in 25 games where they're finally a favorite. Um, and, I, and I'm going to take Washington. Yeah, I can't really disagree with all that much that you said. I, I guess I kind of – I don't, don't have much of an opinion here. I guess I'm kind of lean Lions. Um, that Philly did have some – you know, fortunate things happened for them to win last week, you know, pick six, um, a couple of other things. And also, also I thought golf looked pretty good. Just like, as in he looked average, which that's all you're really going to need. You have really good skill talent there, but, and I, you mentioned it swift banged up a little bit. Um, yeah, I, and, and I think there's going to be a ton of points. I think there's going to be a ton of points because I think the Washington defense is terrible. The Jags are moving the ball up and down on them. Um, I, this total feels really low. I'm actually – I didn't have this added, but I'm adding this right now. Um, My only theory with fear of that is just Goff is his worst under pressure. And if he's missing his center and guard, um, that is a, that's a big loss. Um, not to but you know what? Taylor, Taylor I, think the, also I think the Eagles have like a pretty comparably talented defensive line, and that did not seem like a huge issue. 
they were only sacked off once, but their O line was healthy. They're, they these guys. I thought last week. I thought they had at least one of them out that game. Did they both play? Uh, I can check. Anyways, they, um, ra- they unless Ragnell played, I'm not sure, but the other two did play. There. Okay, okay. Um, well, that's makes a whole lot of sense then. Um, regardless, I still think it's like the Jags O line, like not great. They were still able to move the ball pretty pretty easily. I agree. I agree. So it's. I think the I think the Washington defensive line gets like this bump for Chase Young, even when it's he's not playing, and it's I I don't know. It's maybe I'm reaching there, but no, no, no. no. I, here, here's what I'll say about the over. Um, from like a game script point of view, the Lions are always fighting so much that like they're the perfect team you want when betting an over. Just considering like we see how I mean the fight they had last week, they're not just going to just lay down and and go and go away. So if Commanders are up twenty-one to seven. The Lions are going to be throwing at will, put, keep putting points yeah. on the board. Um, I also think, I think Wentz is a gunner, too. I completely agree. Yeah. Um, so, no, I, I, and I do think 48 is a low number. If the O-line was healthy on the Lions, I would be all over it. Yeah. Um, I am just uh, – this is my fear a little bit. Are they confirmed out for this week? No, but they both did not practice today. Okay. Well, I'll keep my eye on that then. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Anything else you want to add? No. Okay. Um, we're <laughs> – so my second favorite play is one of James is likes, which I'll tweet them out. I also forgot to tweet tweet everything out last Sunday, which I apologize or Saturday. So that's on me. That's on me. And who knows? Maybe more people would have played the free money parlay. Yeah, we got to Yeah, we got to tweet that. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Eagles Vikings under 50 and a half. To start, it's Kirk Cousins in prime time. I mean. That's he's not. It's as simple as that. You can fade him. I think the line is a little short for the Eagles, but it, it's not really inspiring me to, um, you know, back them with some money. Just judging from what the defense did last week, but I'm not going to overreact because Justin Jefferson had seemingly miles and miles of room against Green Bay, and they didn't have Alexander really shadowing him, and. Now, like Bradbury and Slay, two great corners, great safeties. Um, I think they have a lot of bodies to kind of throw at Jefferson, which I'm, you know, I'm not saying Jefferson's going to go two catches, 24 yards, but hey, you know, five catches, 70 yards. That's not the 10 catch, 3,000 yard explosion he had last week. So I think that that gets reined in a little bit. Um, I also think we're kind of seeing the end of the road for, like Adam Thielen, which like if Adam Thielen and Irv Smith send this game over, that's fine. I, I will live with that. Um, and on the flip side, I think the Vikings defense was so dang impressive last week. Um, just all the new pieces seem to seem to fit uh, very, very nicely. Daniil Hunter looks absolutely back. Uh, and it's as simple as, and also it's an Eagles team that runs the ball a lot. So the clock's going to be moving. So 15 and a half feels way too high. I don't know why this is higher than Washington, Detroit, frankly. So interesting. Um, I'm not going to disagree with you, uh, but I'm not going to agree with you because my, if I was to bet a game, a bet here, it would be team total um, Eagles over um, two reasons. One, I think you have to take 
that performance last week of the Vikings defense, just with a little bit of a grain of salt, um, considering it was just the Packers first game first for, uh, with no receivers, just Aaron Rodgers, And they were figuring all that out. And as you saw, they couldn't do anything. And was that aided by the Vikings defense? Absolutely. But at the same time, the Packers had quite a lot of work with, um, and that receiving core for the Packers is pretty bad. Uh, compare it to the Eagles where they have a pretty damn strong uh, receiving core. And we mentioned it all off season when I really liked the Vikings, all the shit I kept getting was the Vikings have a weak secondary and Packers could, not ex- Packers could not exploit this last week. The Eagles should be able to exploit it this week with a pretty good receiving core that they have. Um, and then the second thing I want to add is the Vikings had a great pass rush last week. Well, the Packers were missing, I believe two O-linemen um, and they were in Rogers under pressure all day. What do we know about the Eagles? They have one of the best O-lines in the, in the league. Um, I don't think the Eagles have – the Vikings have the same advantages defensively that um, they did last week. Um, so, for me, I would lean team total over on the Eagles just because I think they're going to be able to get theirs. And at the same time, I might just bet Vi- uh, Eagles minus two as well, um, which pains me because I'm a big Eagles or Vikings guy this year. Um, but I think the, the advantages are just go the Eagles' way. Um, but I am ex- – I think this will be the game of the week. Um, I'm really looking forward to this. Yeah, matchup. it's two of like the most, or these are two probably the two. Th- them and the Lions were the three like most hyped up teams in the offseason, right? It's a very like prove it game. I mean, whoever comes out of this game, like okay, I think they're legit. Um, so we'll we'll see. Um, the, well, <laughs> the Eagles' schedule is such a joke. Yeah, it is. And, 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 and bet them know, bet them to win the NFC. Was that East? I think yeah. I saw minus one fifty or something. That's well, the Giants have an easy schedule too. So that's we'll, that's we'll, true. We'll like, but we're not giving up on them. Uh, and and one more point. point, just to rebut your under. I mean, the Eagles gave up thirty five points to the Lions last week, um, like that. I and granted, the Eagles are supposed to on paper have a great defense. I don't know what the hell happened, um, but that is a lot of points to give up. Um, to not the greatest this lion's offense is a wagon dude that's why i love the over in that yeah yeah but so is the vikings um so i don't know i'm not going to agree with your point um but um i I understand your handicap hey your loss of money that's all yeah i get it (laughs) you got to pay for a germany trip do more (laughs) of that um all right next up it looks like you got colts minus three and a half uh it's not my third favorite but i'll take it um i just are we still in three and a half it's actually yeah you know i well honestly i really like the fucking colts in this game if it wasn't for that injury report um they're missing kenny moore uh michael Pittman, and deforest buckner all not practicing this week and then shaq leonard is first of all i don't understand the shaq leonard i don't get it either um but like darius leonard practiced all week but he's did that last week and he's not going to play and that's why this number's jump dropping. I I just can't believe I'm looking at a three and a half right here. I think the Colts are so valuable in this spot. Um, look, can I offer something to help kind of change your angle on this? Sure. Why not Colts team total over? Is it just because of Pittman? Pittman would scare me. Um, I mean, I don't hate that. I mean, because really what you're buying is that this Colts offense is pretty good just off of the performance last yeah, week. Yeah, and, I mean, and, and that way you don't have to worry about the, uh, you know, Kenny Moore, yep, Darius yep. Leonard, Buckner. But that's a good point. Which uh, I'd argue those three are far more important than Pittman. Agreed. I agree with that. Um, yeah, and, and this Colts team, I mean, they 
offensively put up 517 yards last week to yeah, the Texas two, two, 299. I'm seeing and, 24 and a half. And they – I wish I get 24. Yeah. Um, I'll, look I'll, I'll get back to you. That, honestly, okay. that could even put that in the free money parlay if you want. Ooh. Um, they should have they, – um, they were two and five in the red zone last week. They have to capitalize on these mistakes. And, and the other fear for taking the Colts spread is just the idea that they do this every year. They can't win in Jacksonville, but I just think that's a pretty dumb about narrative. That. They, they, it's a dumb narrative. And this is um, 10 minutes left in our zoom. Um, I don't, I don't have a whole lot more. I'm really just, I think this number is too short. Um, and then I, and I'm basing this box score that loved last week that the Colts should have won that game by two touchdowns. And I don't understand why the numbers dropped so much when the Texans were a touchdown dog last week. And now we're looking at the Jags at three and a half. I mean, um, I just, I, I don't see it. This is back to back for the Colts, but are we saying the Jags are three and a half points better, um, than the Texans, um, slash the Colts got downgraded that much. I, I just think that's way too much. Um, so I, I don't hate your Colts team total overplay as well, but 10 minutes. All right. Um, Browns jets under 39 and a half for me. Uh, I think wow. this, this Browns offense is just, it's going to be slow and methodical which is okay with me. And I don't really expect them to be burning the jets on the outside very much. If obviously this loses, if there's a couple big Chubb or Kareem hunt runs, but that's what it takes. That's what it takes. Um, I think this jets defense is, has some good pieces. And ultimately um, I think, you know, they can make enough plays. This jets offense is a joke and the Browns defense is, I think is absolutely ridiculous. Um, if not for, I think, two just like monster plays by the Panthers, who I think have a pretty good offense, um, especially in that like negative game script kind of setting. Um, I think that that also I kind of lean that I almost want to bet the Jets at minus six and a half. But um, you mean plus six and a half? Sorry, I meant I want to bet the Browns. Okay, Browns. Yeah. Um, just because I think that uh, they – you know, a couple of things changed. I think that's uh, we're thinking a lot more highly of the Browns as a Super Bowl contender this week. And uh, so I think I sh- really struggle to see how the Jets score, you know, more than 14 points here. And I don't think Jacoby Brissett's going off for, you know, 28, 27 points. So I will add a bet. I, I so I, I I hear you on the under 39 and a half. It's just so fucking low. Yep. Um, I, I can't bet the Browns just because I can't bet Jacoby Brissett as a touchdown favorite. Um, I love Jets team total under. Um, you're 100 spot on. That Jets offense is putrid. Uh, this and they so the Ravens last week pressured Joe Flacco 20 times. Um, and they he, have a pretty. I weak, think he had 59 attempts. Yes, but on the pressure, I'm on a third of them. And the Ravens don't exactly have the best pass rush in the world. This Browns D line should feast on them. And the fact that they lost Beckton in the preseason, I think, will fully be recognized this week. Um, I don't see the Jets doing much of anything, um, which pains me as the number one Jets fan in this, in this podcast. <laughs> uh, but uh, I just fly, uh, or was my that? bet, my bet in that game would be Jets team total under. But I, I hear, I totally hear angle thirty nine and a half because you can't exactly expect um, Brissett to open up the floodgates. All right, um, let's go to the Rams minus ten, uh, which I believe we both like. Correct? Yeah. Sweet. Um, I think it's Sean McVay with extra time to prepare. And I, this is a steep downgrading competition. <laughs> probably, probably the biggest of anyone uh, this week, right? 
And yeah. I, I think the Falcons were a little, uh, they were like simultaneously lucky and unlucky to kind of be in that game. Um, I don't think that their defense is very good at all, which it clearly shows from allowing Jameis to score what f- 14 points the last 10 minutes of the game to win. Um, 17. 17. And mm-hmm. I'm still believing this Rams offense. McVay came out and was saying um, he's going to look for ways to scheme Allen Robinson more touches. I, especially with you know, AJ Terrell's Terrell's really good. So Allen Robinson will have some bum on him. Um, so Allen Robinson props hit them, but it's Rams are just going to feast. It's a massive, massive talent disadvantage, disadvantage for the Falcons. So give me the Rams minus 10. I agree. I'm looking at a 10 and a half right now. If you find, look for a 10, I would bet that as well. There's um, bet online. You mentioned extra time, but I would also say that, um, Extra time staying at home. Uh, they licked their wounds from last Thursday, but it's back-to-back home games. Um, and, and in that game, it was amazing how much the Bills dominated with a four-man pass rush. And Stafford historically is great against the Blitz. And the Bills didn't blitz more than four guys once the entire game. Um, so that left seven guys in coverage. It gave a really difficult um, reads for Stafford. Falcons, on the other hand, were the most heavy uh, blitz. They blitz. Uh, I don't know the stat. I think it was 38%. It was the most. Yeah, they blitzed a ridiculous stat uh, rate last week against the Saints. And if they're going to do that same thing with a much weaker D-line and pass rush than the the Bills, this should open up players all game for for the Rams and Stafford. I think this is a total bounce back spot for them. I like a minus 10. Team total over two might be a good look. Ooh, yeah, that's a good call. It's a good call. Um, All right. uh, And then we both have a tease, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do the tease. All right. Um, so, and this is one of your likes. Season to, and free money parlay. Yeah. yeah. So this is one of your likes too. That's why I'm adding it. So I'm taking the Saints up to eight and a half. And I know you like the Bucks minus two and a half. Um, and then I, I want to take the Niners down to two and a half. So that's where that's where I'm at. Um, but uh, sell me sell me on the Bucks real quick. Yeah, I uh, I, I can't that, I can't. That injury this. report's brutal. Yes, yes, and losing Kamara I think is a big loss if he's not able to play. For sure. Um, and for me, I just I love this Bucks defense. I think sure everyone keeps pointing to the Cowboys and how bad that offense looked last week pre Dak injury, but that defense looked phenomenal, and they are healthy as, as healthy as they've been all season. Um, and I and I think that Bucks defense is rolling. And not to I will say the off the Bucks injury report is also pretty bad. They have pretty Awful. much every single receiver hurt. Um, I would expect Mike Evans to play just because he's always this guy who's always hurt on injury reports. Yeah, he always playing. plays. Um, and not to mention Julio Jones looked really good last week. So if Mike Evans does play, you know, Mark Marshawn Lattimore is going to shadow him. He's going to have one catch for eight yards like he does every time they play. <laughs> but Julio Jones is there and they have other options at receiver. And I, I'm OK with this Bucks offense. They are a totally different team, much more run heavy approach. Um, but like the fact that I'm getting under a field goal, we can keep bringing up the narrative that the Bucks are. Uh, the Saints have the Bucks number. No, Sean Payton and the Saints have the Bucks number. This is Dennis Allen. This is Jameis Winston. This is a totally different team. And if you guys want to back Jameis Winston and Dennis Allen, you know last year, Bucks. Sure. I. It's just like I, I'm taking Tom and I'm trusting this defense. The best of the defense is going to look all season. Um, and I think it's a good play. Granted, teasing at eight and a half, long teaser. I think it is a good look. It's going to stay within that. It's going to. These games are always close. And not to mention, like as we said, the Bucks offense is a little. Um, beaten up right now that um i don't expect them to get out of this to get out of hand too much um but my side is bucks in this game sure uh what's your tease uh i wrote down Bengals panthers 
Um, just show me a world where Cooper Rush uh, makes beats the AFC champions. Um, yeah, and makes don't, them don't, don't, I'm not living in that world. <laughs> I, I, I just, I don't see that world. Also and a good then, survivor pick. And then show me a world where Daniel Jones wins by 10. By margin, um, yeah. By margin where, I mean, the Giants are a favorite this week. And like, this is a desperation game where, for Baker Mayfield. Backdoor Baker too. They have to, this is a big time game. You cannot fall to 0-2. Um, like, and and I'm a big time Giants guy. And I'm going to be rooting for him. Even though I think I'm picking the Panthers. Um, I just, that, that game just will not be by margin. That This will be a very close game. Um, that's one of my favorite teasers. And honestly, a third teaser leg, if you want to check the weather report, I love the Niners this week. Yeah, I, it's that, they, that's, that was mine. It's, but, but the issue is it's supposed to, there's an 85% chance to rain. Um, and that's why well, they played it in. last week. I know. I and then Kittle, <laughs> Kittle's hurt again, but like, I don't want to see this again. And Trey Lance struggled in the rain. Everyone did. Granted, that was a fucking torrential downpour. Um, but I, I really like the Niners leg if it's not raining. Granted, if it's the rain doesn't stop, uh, if it does stop, the number probably goes up. Uh, but that as well today. All right. We got a minute and a half. Free money uh, time, baby. Yeah. I wrote okay. down a couple team totals uh, okay. that we were just discussing. So I wrote down Rams. Most people won't be able over. to parlay those. Oh, really? Dang. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a little annoying. Okay. Uh, I really like the Broncos Texans over my best bet. Sure. Um, I say, uh, let's do that. Um, let's do Rams minus times. Yep. Um, let's do dolphins plus three and a half. Okay. And we need like one more minus thoughts. thoughts or we could on... do like a money line, like a money line probably is, um, like a nine or, uh, like Bengals could... money line. What if we go Dolphins money line, Eagles money line? Whoa. Whoa. Uh, let me do that math. Uh, Rams minus 10. Broncos, Texans over. That pays out. 16 to 1. <laughs> Love it. Let's do That's it. That's pretty good. Broncos, Alrighty. Texans over. Rams minus 10. Dolphins money line, Eagles money line. 16 to 1? Yeah. All right. 16 to 1 on the free money parlay. We cashed last week. Thank you, Austin. Thank you all for listening, and let's go win some money this weekend.